All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome right. back to the Old Moon Podcast, episode 36 this week. It is episode 36, right? Yeah, yeah, we're on 36. Yes, yeah. We're good. Mm, yeah. Yes, all right. Uh, I am your host, Blue Squadron, joined as always with, we'll start with Blonde Bear. Hello, it's me, Blonde Bear. I like to grind and I like to party. Let's go. <laughs> okay. What's your definition of a party, Blonde? Partying up at grind spots. I knew you were going to let's go. Let's go. Doing some old ones. I like to grind and I like to party mm. at grind spots so I can continue grinding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. And Jay. And hello, hi, my name is Jay Kuhn. I'm an Awakening Wusume with 760 gear score. I do a lot of end game content such as Olin's Dungeons. Oh, and I recently built a new computer all by myself. It took me like 12 hours to build uh, and I had no idea what it's doing, but I did it and it works and I'm proud of myself. And I will be grinding all day tomorrow in the new Ulikiri Ul zone for the shoes, for the Crocs, Atoris Crocs. And you can find me over at twitch.tv slash jkunfitv before the TV. Amen. Yo, so is yes. the new computer, Amen. is it a stream PC or like what do you have a stream PC? Do you have like a stream PC setup? Uh, well, I could technically repurpose the other PC for yes, a stream sir. PC, but I, but I still have to look into that. It looks really complicated. I don't know, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I should. I don't know if it's necessarily that complicated. The sound is, is a little tough. Um, but once you get mm. it all set up, it's just such, it's so much better optimized for Black Desert because our game is, it's just so hard to run with one like oh, yeah, if you're just sure. trying to stream on one computer your graphics card is like, <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> yeah your graphics card no matter what it is ah. i don't know which card did you get what kind of graphics card do you uh this one has a 4070 just a regular 4070 oh is that all you know what i mean mm -hmm. no, no that's, that's a great <laughs> card yeah no that, that card will run for years so be fine. um um yeah, oh. I'll, I'll definitely look into it i'll definitely look into the two pc set i've heard it's like the, the best optimal way to do streams essentially so all right all right well we have a lot to talk about today we'll lead off um with the united <clears throat> nations of black desert online that kind of happened um <laughs> as an impromptu stream um on my stream i guess it was yesterday night uh yesterday morning uh mm -hmm. yeah it was yesterday morning uh essentially the way this all let, let off was um this korean streamer a big korean streamer uh is currently temporarily banned as Korea investigates or uh, Perlibus investigates um, potential macro like misuse in game. Because uh, like there's a clip of him standing up from his computer and like a bunch of buttons get pressed and his, his character just like uses a skill. He just like walks like, and his character like uses a skill. Um, and so like a bunch of people think he, he macroed and stuff. So I started talking about this on my stream and then um he came in to my stream because i was like i'd love to talk to him uh and see what he has to say because originally i actually went into his stream and he banned me because he was just banning everyone indiscriminately <laughs> and it, he was just banning everybody from it then he came into my stream and he's like oh you want to talk i was like yeah so we pulled uh bro bear in as a translator and we talked it out so in the whole discussion kind of started as like a discussion around you know was he exploiting or not we did like a thorough forensic investigation 
of like he's because he said he goes i set my my headset down on the keyboard this is what happened it's programmed to this key blah 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 so we checked out the type of keyboard we had him do trial runs with like setting his headset or his like headphones down on the keyboard um anyway after we had sorted it all out um and kind of gotten to the bottom of that we started talking about the state of the game because you know we had one of the top korean streamers you know and one of the uh top na mm -hmm. streamers together in a call discussing stuff well then we pulled in another one of the korean streamers as well who actually does a lot of their pvp one of the one of their top end pvp or like streamer guys so like we had two top end korean mm -hmm. streamers we pulled armin in as well um and bro bear was there to translate all of it and then the craziest thing about this because other streamers have tried to do this in the past where they have korean streamers on right but like the crazy thing about mm -hmm. this was the entire korean community came into my chat um and we're talking and we were using like the translator um to basically google translate, translate. <laughs> yeah well, well it, uh, it's funny. like a, it's a better than google translate but yeah it was like it was mm. kind of scuffed with like you know we were uh we were translating what chat was saying and but we also had bro bear who would just like read stuff for us <clears> too <throat> um so like we had like basically na eu and uh kr uh eu wasn't necessarily represented in call but there, there were a lot of eu uh, players in the chat and we were running polls we were asking each other questions about the game for the very first time like we got like an honest mm -hmm. look at like what the korean server like thinks about some of this stuff like as a whole and it wasn't just like one guy on the like in this like like in the discord call trying to represent the whole um of the region it was like we were using chat you know we're running polls we're seeing what all mm -hmm. the the korean users are saying in chat we're seeing what um all the english-speaking users like they're seeing they're hearing us for the first time too right so it's just this really cool impromptu thing that happened that now we're probably going to look to do it again uh in the future as well so like i'm happy to field any questions because mm -hmm. we talked about a lot of stuff it was pretty long it, the yeah, whole thing is up that, on that my youtube like, mm -hmm. i think that was like the most interesting part for when um sort of like different perspectives on like uh when you guys were talking about who pa was listening to like we on NA for the crazy. longest time believed that pa only listened to korea right and apparently that wasn't the case Correct. and then korea believed the other way <laughs> that's so interesting yeah. it really goes to show like that sort of you know trying to understand what it's like in the other person's shoes kind of situation you know so yeah no yeah but yeah go ahead Bob. I, I was literally playing another game with Cezanne and then someone messaged me on discord it was literally like um like the scene in the matrix where the guy walks up to everybody in the room and he's like neo's fighting morpheus it was like literally was, that someone was like bro get this is happening on yeah. blue stream and i'm like what's going on <laughs> it was pretty epic i was like oh my god and then watching everything it was that was pretty wild mm -hmm. yeah i mean like it was like everybody get in here right now because yeah. it felt like we were all yeah. it felt like we were all we all had a voice Right, like we were all yeah. talking to each other. It wasn't just who was in the call necessarily. It was like we were taking stuff from chat. They're like, like I mean, I saw verdict in the chat. He's like, Blue, ask him this. I'm like, okay, yeah. But you know, like we're 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 <laughs> we're just taking things and we're asking each other things. I mean, we're asking each other like most basic questions. Um, like Jay said, Korea actually thought that NA was like the the like the favorite child. They thought that we were like they were like the test dummies and they would just like listen to what we mm -hmm. we wanted and then they would change what was on their server first to see if it would work with them and then they would give it to us once it was finished that's how the koreans saw it like that's how the kr server kind of saw everything and like we were like no we want 
everything released at the same time. That's what we want. I don't even care if it's not like, like I would love it if it was finished. You know what I mean? Ideally, yes, finish the content and everything. But like, if you're going to release it, release it for everyone. Um, mm -hmm. uh, so like, honestly, like we talked about so many topics though. It was actually insane. Like I said, it was like the first time we had ever talked. It was like groundbreaking yeah, I, stuff. I, I, I know that I've like, I've heard like so many, like, dissatisfaction from the community with some of the things that happened recently with the game and it's interesting how like because of this it's kind of like we banded together to fight against the common enemy kind of like the yes. enemy of my enemy is my friend situation Correct, I, know, <laughs> I know i know korea isn't like they're not enemies by any means but i do feel like for the longest time there's been this disconnect between na you know the other regions and korea and I love the fact that there's now this sort of like bridge between committees and that was built because of these recent events. And now it's like, we're getting together to make BDO great again. Let's go. Bro. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, the crazy thing is we all felt like Korea is going to see this, right? Like, or I mean, Pearl of us is going to see this. That's what it Hopefully. felt like. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, it would be hard for them not to see it. It was all over in Ven. Mm -hmm. Like the, everybody was talking about it. Their top streamers were in there. We know you're famous in Korea now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know they keep coming in. Uh, the ball I've seen a lot of people yes. in chat. Like, okay. All right. Was... <laughs> I'm talking about the king yesterday. Yeah, I know. It was pretty cool. I was like, oh, this is nice. The bald king. I am. We'll take yeah. it. You know, it's, it's, a, it's an L, but it will take, you know, it's an L, but also a W, you know, a thinly veiled W. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just super cool uh, to see everyone kind of come together like that. And we'll definitely do it more in the future. I'll have it probably more structured. Um, try, I'm going to try to have a representative from each of the regions. Um, except uh, I might, might end up representing console. I don't know if there's anybody that can necessarily represent console as a community is the problem. Oh, yeah, console. Um, That's a like, thing. I do think that console should re get represented on the podcast. I just, or I mean, on the United Nations uh, of BDO that we have. That The mm. problem is... But I can I recommend don't... some people. I have some connections to yeah, some okay. console players that I've talked to for a long time. I'll I'll connect them with you. Yeah, I'm just concerned that like if I pull one console player in, it's gonna be that player's perspective and not like the whole community's mm -hmm. perspective. That's True. what I'm concerned yeah, about. That's kinda tough. Um so like I, I have a lot of console players that I've talked to in my stream and in my community and stuff. So like I do have a decent understanding of what uh their problems are, but like yeah, I'm still figuring out what to do from console, but definitely we'll try to have Asia representatives. We'll try to have mm -hmm. EU. We're going to try to bring NA in, obviously, and I'll try to rotate who's uh, who's on what, you know, for each podcast. Um, and, like, obviously we're going to have the KR streamers in as well. So, like, I think it's, like, honestly, we almost just saw, if, if they listen to that, right, each month that we do it, I'll probably do it, like, by month, uh, like, every month um, to bi-weekly. But, like, if they listen to that, you know, all of the regions, we've got to get all the regions in like one chat so that we can run polls. Cause it's not about who's necessarily in the call, right? It's about mm -hmm. the chat and like running the poll of the chat. What is the chat talking about? What is the whole community talking about as a whole, right. all of them together. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like, um, if they can just like, look at this, not, not their only source of feedback, but this is kind of a great tool for them. If I'm a developer, I'm looking at this like, Oh, this is all the best things. This this is the best of the best right here, right? Cause you have every single region, um, representing and trying to come in and, and talk about stuff. Right. So like, I don't know, mm -hmm. like I felt like it was groundbreaking. Have you guys ever seen anything like this, um, in, in the history of the game before? Mm, in BDO? No, yeah. definitely not. No. It's like the first time. 
I, I mean, it's we did happen like this in other games. A few years ago, we had like a partner podcast for like the partners in NA and EU that communicated. And we did a, a large podcast where we'd meet up every week and talk about things. And there was some constructive feedback and stuff, but nothing between the regions. I don't think I think this is one of the first things because we've only had what recently Hugh Hotbart being like sort of like Correct. something that English viewers can go to to watch a Korean player talk about the game and play the game. But I don't think we've ever had that sort of one to one connection where it's like an actual like long-term discussion and a mixture of like the chats being able to talk about it no i don't think so yeah well i mean do you guys have any questions about like what we talked about um in particular i don't know if you guys watched it all i I glanced a little bit of it but uh i'm gonna watch the video for sure and probably come up with some questions next week i did not watch the entirety of the three hour video i don't expect three out yeah i know it's Timestamp for convenience, but it, was, it got it got out of yeah yeah it it was crazy yeah. it was crazy, uh but yeah anyway that was absolutely probably the big thing that happened this week um we hit I mean the stream almost hit four thousand viewers at like four in the morning, uh, mm-hmm. in the video category it's it's kind of crazy it was a little nuts and then today actually I mean like because now I have a lot of uh Korean viewers coming in to chat. That uh, multiple Korean uh, players, like two Korean players, got banned today um, for betting on a GVG. So apparently, they um, bet money. It's like, hey, if you come GVG, yeah, yeah, they're gambling on a GVG, right? If you come fight us, we're gonna beat you for sure. I'll pay you five hundred dollars if we lose. I think was was kind of like the um, the bet was five hundred thousand won. I'm not sure how much that translates into uh, in U.S. dollars now. Some people said that they were joking. Other people said that, like, oh no, they were serious. Regardless, it was said, and the de- and the developers saw it, or the, like the the CMGM team for Korea saw it. And obviously, gambling is against the law in Korea. And so, like, oh, yeah, okay, I didn't two know people, that. yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> so two people got banned. Um, and well, they're going to investigate, but their accounts have been suspended for now. Uh, but yeah, I mean, these people have drama every day. I mean, this is crazy, bro. They have stuff going on all the time. Um, <laughs> uh, so now we're going to look over to... We, we were going to talk about the global lab patch notes uh, a little bit. So, uh, Blonde, I know you've taken a look at them. Uh, there's a lot of stuff on the global lab this week, right? Yeah, there's a lot. We have the... Um, there's the Arsha server change. The way it reads is it makes it sound like a new Arsha server is added. So it's not completely changing current Arsha as is. It's a whole new server that does that new party status and everything um, where you can kind of party up with five mans and kill people and stuff, which like any kind of new avenue to get into kind of some open world PVP is kind of like on everybody's radar, I think. And so this is an attempt, especially not replacing old systems, but gaining new systems. You know, it's it's something, right? I mean, you know, they I think they're just going to try experimenting a bunch of different stuff after the deck change and um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that. It, I, honestly, like as much as like we want to blame PA, it is also up to the players to participate in these activities that, you know, if you want it to be alive and you want it to happen, you have to participate in these things, right? Like, um, 
you know, we can give feedback and criticism, but until we participate in those systems, we can't really do too much other than give that feedback. And if they don't want to listen to it, then we have to play with the new systems or not play. But that's not really the incentive. But yeah, we've got the new Arsha change. Um, there's also there's some shell bell armor. I guess there's some costume for female classes. Hey. There's a lot of black shrine improvements on there too. Well, a lot for each of the bosses. Let's take these one at a time. Let's take these one at a time, mm. and then we'll kind of go through them. Um, Arsha changes first, because these are some big changes for the for the PvP scene. Yep. How do you guys feel really about the art them adding so the proposed change that is currently on the global labs adds a new Arsha server? So in addition to the current server that we have, there would be a separate Arsha server in which everyone is an enemy. Okay. So all guild members are now enemies, friends, it, it does not matter. Right? It doesn't matter mm -hmm. if they're on your friends list, if they're in your guild, whatever. You cannot form platoons either. And when you get items, instead of the server announcing, hey, uh, Blonde Bear got a red shard at Histria, come, it's time to come kill him, right? Mm -hmm. um, it just says a strong adventurer has gotten the shard. So you have anonymity there. Uh, and I believe that when you go up to kill somebody, you can't actually see their name. It just says a strong adventurer. Yep. It's like you're wearing a ghillie suit, um, yep. right? Um, I'm curious what your yeah. guys' thoughts are with adding an Arsha server like this that, that kind of has these mechanics, because uh, I have strong feelings about it. Um, but like, Jay, how do you... Jay, as a PvE player, do you think this I is... I will probably not enter this server. <laughs> really? I mean, I... stay I, away from this server. <laughs> well, I actually think this is relevant for you, even though it's PvP content. Really? Okay. Because there are two types of people that grind on Arsha. There are the mindless primates that love PvP and they just run around with grunting noises killing each other all the time, right? Mm, and then they yeah. just want PvP all the time. And then there's the people that want the bag, right? They like, like Jay, I know you've definitely, mm. you've probably done Olin's on Arsha. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no shot. Not, but only if, be, because Choice is in the party, that is the only reason why. <laughs> if I have a big Twist strong man own. to protect me, then I'll go on Arsha, okay? <laughs> But I think a lot of players they that like like I for example I will only I, I go on Arsha not for PvP I go on Arsha I like sneak my way in and I'll go to like a back grind spot you know and like where no one's gonna find me and I'll just like grind so like I I think personally that the Arsha changes are bad because instead of buffing one Arsha channel and like really incentivizing one Arsha channel you've taken a small PvP community and spread them out among two servers. I think for someone like you, Jay, or mm. someone like me who just wants I, the bag on Arsha, um, I think it's mm. objective win because I think there's going to be less PvP overall. I think there's like you're taking the same amount of people that are going to use Arsha or like that want to PvP on Arsha, and now you're spreading them among two servers. That's my take on it. I don't think it was the correct direction to go, and I've said that on the on a previous Old Moon podcast as well. Mm. Uh, um, so, uh, Jay, you've kind of expressed your concerns. Blonde, how do you feel about it? <laughs> Yeah, that is a concern with with us having like a limited player base. Spreading the butter more on the bread means that there's less in one spot, which means that there's less of that kind of content going around. So I do agree, and I completely see it from that perspective. I guess this is just one of those things where if they changed current Arsha, I think more people would be upset because immediately as soon as they even talked about the change and were inferencing it, people were like, "I can't platoon." Oh my God, Arsha's ruined or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Well, let let's see, right? This is 
a whole new server, so they can just test a bunch of stuff on this. They can introduce this mm -hmm. system, see how players interact with it. Maybe they'll do like a token system or a point system or something you can eventually collect and maybe redeem stuff. Like I'm always having like kind of like a high hopes kind of situation with like PA because they never give you everything in the first go. It's always like, okay, guys, here's a piece of toast, and then you're gonna get some ham a few weeks later. Then you're gonna get a piece of cheese, and you're gonna get some lettuce. So I'm just seeing this as them setting the bun down, and we're about to get you know all the condiments later like on so. <laughs> sorry i'm really hungry but I, I that's how i see this as right this is just a very basic outline okay guys here's this new server here's the way that it's going to work you can do five-man parties but everything's going to be anonymous everything's going to be open world you're going to do whatever you want and then i feel like there's going to be more stuff added to this but again pa never does this big change they want to see your initial feedback because what they basically do, and I've seen in previous stuff, is they'll, like when the Lantern came out, it was very, very bare bones, but then immediately they fixed the timers, they fixed the range, they fixed this, they fixed that, and then they ended up fixing the grind spots to work around the Lantern, so mm -hmm. I think this is that initial kind of contact to get feedback, and then we can work from there, in my opinion. So, like, yeah, I do agree splitting the player base is one thing, um... But this could be huge on some ends where, like someone was saying in chat, like being able to kill people in your own guild for events or other major things like that. Being able to just fight your own, you know, players even in your own guild. There are people that like they have to go to BA and just sit there and BA all day versus being in an open world environment, which adds a lot of flavor to that fight. Honestly, I'm more scared now. I'm more scared of the people <laughs> in my guild than the people out of my guild because the people in my guild can tell that I'm on that server and black robe me. The people not yes, in my guild can't do that. Um, yes, sir. <laughs> Barcode, I love you. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so the next uh, change actually has to do with the really shell. Really important change. Extremely, how dare you, even sarcastically <laughs> imply. Is it is really? Like, no, it's actually just like ridiculous oh. that they would even imply this doing like something. Third like this is wild. version of the same costume. This which is, is wild. <laughs> I don't know why they love this outfit so much. Um, it's great. I think but the, it adds a lot of flavor. Oh uh, yeah, I there are a couple mm. of reasons I can tell why people love this yeah, outfit. Two big reasons. Yeah. Two very big, roughly the same shaped reasons. Um, oh my that God. people like this outfit so much. But like essentially, what they are doing is they're changing the shell bell outfit so that you can like do an interchangeable quest, so you can change how this works, so you can essentially wear an even mm. skimpier version of this outfit outside of a safe zone. So this is what this is is. Is it's it's just it's just a bikini <laughs> that you can it's how you know, other I players kind of, can see you standing okay, in a bikini now. It might sound like, like th this might sound like not too important, but here's here's what I'm thinking is that if they're able to do this for this outfit, like have variations of it, wouldn't it be cool to have variations of other outfits that are also pretty cool? Yeah, other but I this one, like I don't know, my yeah, but this like, is you the know Kumar how like Rosetta had yeah, you know, like Orzeka had a variation for the female one. They had the eye holes or the red eyes, or they had like mm -hmm. a booba window or no no booba window. That was annoying. <laughs> I can't believe they launched with those two costumes being separate from the the sexes. That was so weird. But yeah, if if there was more like variations for like all the other outfits, that'd be kind of cool. And we can just exchange them whenever we want, you know. So yeah, if they're capable of doing it. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, variations of outfits are cool. We really just want better outfits uh, that... <laughs> I, I want outfits that That's I can... True. I, I, I just want an outfit that I can wear uh, or that I can get from different grind zones. I want yes. super cool, mm. like, artifact-style mm -hmm. outfits 
that are just like that guy's walking around and boy blonde bear looks like a badass look he's wearing that outfit you know what i mean like that's yes. what i want to see i want to see like oh my god jay has olin's outfit you know i mean it's the orzeka nobody cares about it's like a big old rock but guy. like it looks like, yeah, like yeah, i used to love the orzeka but not everybody and their mom has it that's everybody my point. Has yeah everybody's got this, it i don't feel special anymore yeah, yeah. like it was cool for how minute i know yeah everybody's got the orzeka set so now it's like it's kind of just not cool anymore so like they need yep. to introduce more of this stuff and they need to make it rare and I say rare, like I want to grind at least 200 hours, maybe 300 yeah. hours. And I feel that. And this is mm -hmm. going to sound crazy. But I really, this is just a pipe dream. But what I would really like them to do is be like, hey guys, we released four custom outfits. We're not going to tell you how to get them, but they are in the game. That right? would be cool. That's what I, I like want. That. That's what I want. I want like that, that a sense of adventure, that mystery. You know what I mean? Maybe they give us a hint or something, but like we have to go like figure it out. Like that, like mm -hmm. that's the kind of like adventure and mystery that I fell in love with with the game in the first place. You know what I mean? So yep. like, um, yeah, that's kind of a pipe dream at this point. They haven't done something like that in years. Um, yeah, just no questing. I don't want any questing associated with it. No quest. No quest. That'd be sick. Um, okay, so what's the next thing on the global labs here, Blonde? Uh, we got black trend improvements. Each of the bosses just have some little adjustments, like um, percent of attacks differences, um, different consolidated hits, final hits of some attacks are removed. Each of the bosses kind of got like sort of a descaling, basically. Golden Pig only got one change, where basically something about him stopping attacking when he was close to the target, and now it's fixed. Um, but everything else, like, uh, it was, uh, Gumiho, Odaxini, Bari, Amugi, and Sangun all got changes, which, um, I don't know if they're all like necessary, they made but... It, um, so that it's a lot more, um, how do I word it? Like, before, you would have to, like, exaggerate your iframe, if that makes mm -hmm. sense, to make mm -hmm. sure that you didn't get hit by, like, residual attacks. Right. Um, and so they consolidated it into, like, a, a one, like, one big hit, so that if you do dodge that hit, then... You don't have to worry about those like random residual attacks after due to like i don't know yeah. like, desync or something on all the so bosses that's it, basically mm -hmm. what it looks like is the but, consolidation of hits yes but the caveat is that it is consolidated so if you do get hit if you are you know um not <laughs> paying be attention you will die yeah yeah i think that's <laughs> necessary because a lot of classes don't have the same sort of pve iframes and mm -hmm. stuff like every time exactly. i'm always talking to cz and it's like his pve iframe is kind of garbage where it's not mm -hmm. easily spammable and it's only a limited time and it's only set. so some classes that maybe have less protections or certain pve iframes that aren't super friendly like some other classes like shy or zerker will um mm -hmm. hopefully be able to do a bit better on some of these bosses um have a better time of it at least do you yeah. guys still do boss blitz every week yeah i do yeah of course be the change you want to see in the world and oh i like God, you know bro. i want people to participate in the the game oh, content the so i participate <laughs> in the game content dude i it's not that i don't like boss blitz it's that i hate it um <laughs> yeah honestly i, think I just do it on everybody listen you know, fives are easy you walk in okay. Okay. you kill them for like two minutes you get a little bit of fun and then i'm out i, don't, I can't do sixes or plus i'm i don't know yeah, well, I'm a I'm a big baby. It was fun the first time until I, I did Golden Pig, right? And maybe this is the problem, mm -hmm. is I did mm -hmm. Golden Pig, and the dude wedged himself into the corner like four times in a row. So it wasn't really a circle that I was... I was standing in like a pie slice of his circle, mm -hmm. and like I couldn't move around, and he kept like killing me. Oh my gosh, it was like the most frustrating thing. And then I was like, mm -hmm. I'm just never going to do this, ever. Um, they made the coins redeemable now for... 
either now or they're doing it in a further pa future patch where you can redeem them for other um crystals so it is pretty worth to at least just i mean again just do them like on fives you know two minutes each boss yeah, what, what um chill. Uh, calamity were you doing it on blue because again like fives are like okay yeah. like you just well like, no this was just like okay just to be clear it was five but it was the first week so it was like a oh, really hard right. five okay it was <laughs> really hard fuck you it really didn't, we didn't five. have well we didn't have the i didn't have the crystal yet either right so i was missing yeah. uh -huh. one of the crystals and like we and it's and it's been changed a couple times now or it's been updated so like it's much easier mm -hmm. fives are like uh -huh. a piece of cake now but like back then it was like really hard um yeah it was still not that <laughs> Jay! <laughs> I'm right there with you, Blue. I'm right there with you. It was miserable. Anywho, I, the biggest problem I have with boss splits, I would actually do it more. Mm -hmm. I'd probably find it a lot of fun if I didn't have to go into the Magnus, which I know is going to crash twice. Yep. Um, and then go across the sea, and then I have to ride out to the, the spot. Then I have to do mm -hmm. the boss, and I have to bring everything with me to do that. And then like if I if I fail to do it, like I say I'm doing Calamity Seven. Okay, well I gotta go back and forth to town to get all my stuff. Sometimes I have to go back to the Magnus to go back and get my Caroline buff mm -hmm. again. You know, like it's it's kind of miserable mm -hmm. to have to go all the way out and then come all the way back just to do this this weekly thing every week. It needs mm -hmm. to be like, and I thought this is the way they were gonna de design it in the first place. Where like you just open the window, you click this is open the boss the window, you wanna do, it. and then you click yeah. it, and then you and then you boom, you're you're yep. you're you're put into the boss. Like like why is it not yep. like that? That's how. That's what I said last time, like Lost Ark used to have a system where the, your daily guardian, which is basically this, it's like a, a boss fight. Um, you'd have to walk to a specific area to activate it to do it, but then eventually they just added it to a cubable menu. And like I know that like kind of takes away from the open world aspect, but when you're doing those things, you're not even in a, the open world anyways. So there's really no reason we kind of have to go there other than to look at like how beautiful the land is, which if you did the Dokubi chest, you already know what that's like, so... Yeah, I actually, yeah, it should be a cubal menu. They'll probably do it on the anniversary of its launch, probably, to actually, be honest. I think Wutaru brought up a great point in chat that I forgot about. He said, I was the world first C7 Sangachi. Um, and I'll be honest, when it first came out, it was so cool to mm -hmm. be like the world first, even if it was just on your class mm -hmm. or whatever. So cool. Um, Definitely. Like, so, like, I love that world first stuff. I love that race. Like, we're all competing to try to get this done first, or even mm -hmm. if it's just on your class, right? Mm -hmm. Like, because I was, like, the, those days, I was actually trying to race to get the main story done so that I could try to be world first on some of the witch ones. Um, yeah. Like, that was really cool. I think that they missed that opportunity with so much of their content. Um, like, the dungeon mm -hmm. particularly, as I say for every week, I'm like, bro, the dungeon, we need mm -hmm. a world first. And when they come out with the final clear of the dungeon... I want a race to world first. You drop it worldwide we, and a race to world first. We did do that during the second dungeon. I wasn't around for the third dungeon, but during the second dungeon, that was that was crazy. There was it was huge. The like viewership between different channels and racing on that. Uh, I mean, I remember watching literally like Choices stream for many many hours, and they had to go in two or three times over and over again. And that was when it was like not as easy to just redo it. You had to do all these puzzles and everything again, right. but um, like I remember, I was I was streaming it and we were going and going and going. It was crazy when party. it first came out. Yeah, yeah, weren't <laughs> we together? Yeah, yeah. Dude, it was like, like oh, we, did, yeah, we literally ran out of time. I think when we, we were did. doing we it, we ran out of. 
that was crazy they didn't kill it it was sad <laughs> yeah it was it was oh my god yeah it was we got it was it to tough. like 10 percent. we got only 10 percent, but there's like I, two people alive i too wish it was similar to like the world first race for world of warcraft mm -hmm. when they're doing those yes. raids where it's like literally have a team there for like 24 plus hours straight yes. just you're hammering all just it down going in yeah you're all just like super gamer nerds just like going mm -hmm. in on that i would love that i actually love the dungeon yeah. like i like it i like that jaycoon carries me through it uh when he does it but like really though i love the what i love about the dungeon is not like the weekly grind right like i like jay right. i know you love doing it every week but what i love mm -hmm. about the dungeon is that very first like capture your imagination get in there we mm -hmm. have to learn the mechanic we have to execute well mm -hmm. together and we really have to nail this thing i get so yeah. invested into that kind of content and so like when the dungeon eventually does come copium um, if they don't do a world first event, I might try it, as long as it's a worldwide release thing, I might try to run a world first event. Um, as long as Heck everybody yeah. tapes their whole run. Right. Because like, dude, it's missing that man. It's so, it's so yeah. missing that, um, Good like it, it'd be, it would be so cool. Um, but yeah. Okay. All right. So we kind of got off subject a little bit. Um, but like, hey, yeah, Jay, so if you're going to do that third dungeon, hit me up. <clears throat> also. Yeah. If you need to do a weekly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you want to do? I mean, when the fourth one comes out. Oh yeah, no, we should all. I want that fourth one. We're gonna be world first, brother. That would be sick. That would be so sick. Um, okay, so we talked about the boss blitz, um, and the fact that they're making some of the mechanics more easy to read. Um, but okay, so what's the next thing on the ocean content? Is a massive post about ocean content. They're changing a ton of stuff. Um, they have a big old paragraph talking about like the sailors and the coins and all kinds of stuff like that, which is cool. I'm I'm a big fan of them making ocean content not necessarily easier, but maybe the access is easier to get more people into it. Um, they like added this uh, sea monsters ooze for like certain things for dailies and different stuff. Um, they reduced the maximum health of monsters by 80% from like Hecaroos, Drifters, and a few others, a bunch of young monsters. They also gave out a bunch of new titles, the, a whole bunch of new titles for 100 500 and a thousand kills for basically every sea creature which uh some of them look pretty cool there's like oh, yeah. one called ghost hunter um there's, there's one's one that cast is questionable. away one that's questionable but the rest <laughs> the rest <laughs> of them are really cool uh it's i hate white yeah yeah i see that <laughs> <laughs> no one thought this through yeah, yeah no too. one thought so this small. through but this is maybe the translation maybe it'll be better when, it, yeah. <laughs> when it's actually translated yeah, yeah. <laughs> dancing with crocodiles just some cool ones i i like these um and then they have some oh, other titles <laughs> um <laughs> They have titles from defeating uh, Lekrashan and Hollow Moretta. You get a bunch of titles from those as well. Pretty cool stuff. One's called Ruler of the Ocean. Yeah, it's so really sick. like that. Yeah, and I might they go added and kill a new... bunch of Lekrashan for that. They added these new uh, sea urchins. It's a whole new monster um, north uh, west of Aquila's Eye. Oh so. yeah. Okay. So yeah, I can I can explain what's going on there. Mm -hmm. So because that there's a lot of notes on that, and like a, yeah. I'm our I'm our ocean ex expert, so. It's, <laughs> actually so they moved the young sea monster habitats to all just northwest of orkia's eye so that now when you're making your carrick um and you have to do the the normally you have to do the dailies i don't know if either of you i think mm -hmm. jay has done the the dailies for his carrick and stuff normally you had mm -hmm. to go out and you had to go go to the sea monster habitat yeah. and to kill a young one then you had to kill a big one right and then you had to come back right really you had to kill mm -hmm. the big ones now it's if you kill the young ones you get the big reward 
So you get a tear of the ocean for mm. killing a young black rust, and it's right next to Okia's eye. What this means is that a Caraval or a Gallius could theoretically do the dailies themselves. And they don't oh, need to have to like go into the sailing discord and like have someone like Planner, leash on their boat. Begum. You know what I mean? Like as much as that does like force player interaction, I wouldn't say that's necessarily the player interaction that you really want to force. Um, like the sailies, like mm -hmm. gating the Carrick and then having to have someone do it for you is miserable. I did almost all of my sailies myself when I was building my first Carrick, but I made a Gallius first and I would sail out. I had like a routine. I would sail out every day. I had an extra alt at Okia's eye. So I would sail out West. I would kill the mm -hmm. first, like the things that I had to kill. And then I would switch to the alt. I would complete the quest. So I didn't have to sail back yeah. to Okia's eye. Then I would accept the next one. Then I would sail. Uh, and then I would continue sailing to the black rust. Then I would sail down an AFK fish. Like it was, it was kind of a routine I had to do every single day for two straight months. It was really tough. So like, I'm really glad they made it easier on new players um, that want their carrots to do that because like they also made T1 barter mats super light. So it's way easier to get into bartering um, now. Thanks. And you can do 10 of each exchange. It's so much easier to get those mats um, like to accumulate barters, which uh, leads into the next change which is uh, now you don't need 3,000 um, barter mats. All right, like you don't need 3,000 accumulated Trades. barters to get your Carrick mm -hmm. anymore. You only need 1,000. Mm -hmm. Oh, to start nice. Getting them, yeah, to start getting the brilliant mats, uh, you only need, a th I think it's 1,000 um, for, yes. yeah, it's it's 1,000 for a ship material refresh. Yeah, so it's a thousand for a ship material refresh, and you'll start seeing brilliant mats on your ship material refreshes. At fifteen hundred, you'll start seeing them in your normal trade route exchanges. Um, like it was five thousand before. <laughs> it was five thousand before. Now it's fifteen hundred. Yeah, look how much easier it is to get your Carrick now. You know what I mean? That's it's awesome. easier to do the sailies. It's easier to do the T one mats. You're not constantly weighed down all the time. You know what I mean? Like, it just, it feels mm -hmm. good. Like, I think these are all objectively good changes for the ocean. On top of the fact that the siren just came out, I doubt that either of you have sailed mm -hmm. around looking for this thing. Um, no. But mm -hmm. I've heard a lot from the sailing community that's come into my chat, um, and they said that they have been sailing around for hours and cannot find this mythical <laughs> sea creature of yore. Super um, ultra rare. It's very rare. Very, very rare. Um, she does have interesting mechanics where she's got like tsunamis and, or I mean, she's got, that's not a tsunami. That would be, that would be even cooler, but she's got cyclones and stuff that she'll spawn and you fight her and stuff. And she drops a very exclusive piece of loot. I actually like the way they implemented it because you can get, they mm. introduced a uh, sailing journal, uh, in this most recent patch oh, where yeah. like it, it, it's it, like it, the mm. riding crop, but yeah, for ships, right? Exactly. It's mm. like the riding crop, but for ships, it gives your ship extra speed and stats just for equipping it. And you can buy a vendor one, like a Logia one. Uh, or the blue grade one from like Calfion and stuff from a vendor. But if you want the the orange grade one, you got to sail around looking for this maiden of the ocean mm -hmm. um, and try to find her and like get the drop. And yeah, like it's, I, I think that's pretty cool. I think that's really good uh, ocean content. Yeah. Uh, and I think they've kind of, they, they've kind of hit a nail on the head. I, it is a little rare, but I like that. I know that people are bitching that it's rare, but like, I mean, that just makes it more relevant for longer, right? I got, I got something to do. I might just sail around looking for yeah. it myself in the next few days. So we'll see.
Oh wow, I, I that's like awesome. It. The the quests, both the weeklies and dailies, give a ton of the enhancement stones too. That was something that always kind of gated me. It's like I would do like sailing groups, but it would take forever to collect these materials. But you're getting just for the kill one of Candidum, Nine Shark, or Black Rush, you're getting like seven or fourteen of the different stones, and then yeah. the weeklies are like sixty and thirty. That's oh, freaking okay, so, crazy. Well, actually, the big one. Oh yeah, yeah, you the, can choose, the stones. Right? Yeah, so yeah. honestly, the biggest thing there is they're giving you the frosted black stones, uh, and mm -hmm. I forget what the other mm -hmm. one's called. It's like the there's fiery. fiery, fiery, yeah, frosted and fiery black stones. Um, yes, those are used to upgrade your caraval and uh, whatever mats, but you could you could have gotten those um, through like crow coins and stuff before, so that wasn't oh, a okay. big of a deal. The big deal about that is that it actually makes your um, your blue grade mats easier to do because right. like it, it makes it easier to to get the sunset stones for your blue materials so like if you do have a carrick and you do go kill an actual black rust you get you get much more materials for that so yeah it does help the carrick That's users awesome. or it helps the caraval and the gallius users but it also helps the the next grade of ship so like the daily always is relevant at that point mm-hmm sick that's yeah. awesome yeah i love ocean changes because it's something i've always wanted to get into i've always wanted to just kind of get on a boat and kill a bunch of sea creatures and run around and stuff but it's just it's so hard to just get the boat ready to build for it and it's honestly it's really hard to find guides and stuff um on that like like there's so many people that have like certain routes and information and it's just it's a lot to tackle because it's like almost a completely different game with all this information yeah um, there was a question from chat that asked if it's worth it to do ocean content if you're comparing it to something like uh, grinding and stuff. Uh, I don't think that's necessarily as fair a comparison because it's kind of semi-AFK. Mm -hmm. um, however, you really only want to do ocean and boat content if you're into ocean and boat content. If you love the ocean and the boat content, you could just never touch land again in BDO and you would be able to get to end game gear just fine um sailing around doing your barters it might take like you're gonna have to barter all day and stuff but like yeah it's definitely worth doing if you love that content because you're gonna make a, a fair amount of silver but if you're comparing it to like silver per hour grinding and stuff no there's no competition there so is there anything else on the global labs there um, there's um one thing that i am pretty excited about on the global labs is the old moon grand prix did you yes oh my yes. god this shit bro oh it's i love this okay. i've been waiting for this change I... forever they talked about they they gave us tokens and they talked about adding the rewards mm. and the redeemables and they yeah. never it's been like almost a, a yeah. year or two almost mm -hmm. i was yes. doing this a ton of choice and a bunch of other friends and like nothing it never yeah. came and here it is mm. it's freaking awesome so, so before the like the rewards were it was just like a mythical feather that was just like right. one mythical feather like a week from this if you wanted to do it so it wasn't worth it but this now what you get is you can do it three times per week and you can get one mythical feather and 30 fern roots three times so that means you can get a total of three mythical feathers and 90 fern roots which is almost a t10 attempt per week if you can do this and so the rewards are like giga buffed. So you, it's yep. definitely super worth doing this. If you are, if you're somebody who's interested in T10s, you need to be doing this. Yep. It's not even hard. Even if you fail, even if you like you go last, apparently you get 10, is it 10 of the coins? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, fourth yep. to 10 place, you get 10 of the coins and the weeklies are to exchange is 20 coins each. So you need to fail six times. You just need to do it six times. Even if you fail six times, you can do your all three weeklies. Yeah. If you win, if, if you go first place, you get 40 coins. So it's it's like, it's not even that much of effort to get like really good rewards from this. So definitely do them. And, and if you, if it's you all equalized them, too. It's, like yeah. your horse starts yeah. out with like basic stats and everything. Like you mm -hmm. can, it's, it's just skill <laughs> quite literally. 
It's freaking awesome. And I don't know, maybe you'll have fun doing it. And you know, it's kind of like, just think of it. It like is Mario pretty Kart. fun. I loved Mario Kart. Okay, mm -hmm. this is kind of like Mario Kart. You know. <laughs> Yeah, I've been begging for a way to get feathers because it's like kind of the only main gate that we have now between like mm -hmm. the dailies and weeklies, the events they do, the feathers are the only thing and you can only farm so many petals and you can only do so many, you know, bosses if it's during your time, right? The field bosses. Mm -hmm. But um, this is like all, all I said for a, a long time ago when they first had the system, I'm like, all they got to do is add feathers or some other thing that we need from this and it'll just mm -hmm. it'll fill up with tons of players. I know so many people are yeah. going to be doing this now um almost yeah. entirely for the feathers but the royal fern root and other stuff doesn't hurt either it's freaking awesome mm -hmm. 100%. okay yeah so did you guys yeah. do this grand prix stuff before uh the changes mm -hmm. i did yeah, mm -hmm. in, the, yeah. in the beginning not so much like afterwards but in the it was like a really nice like novelty like new thing that came out and then yep uh you know less people started doing it because it wasn't that uh yeah engaging of content <laughs> Yeah, it's like you do it a few times, and it's like, okay, well, where's the reward? There originally isn't any. There's a few titles, maybe, but, yeah, it's not, like, hot mm -hmm. off the press, you know? And you no, need other players to do it, too. Mm -hmm. So when no one's yeah. doing it, you can't even do it. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. And you All also right. get tickets for contribution, too, like every regular life skill, like gathering and, and farming and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So you can get contribution from it. I always wanted to do the betting on the horse races, but I'm fairly certain that technically qualifies. <laughs> technically gambling. Um, so it'll probably never happen. Also, you could totally cheese it. Um, I might give it a go. I might give it a test. Uh, I think that when it first came out, I watched the Jules do a lot of it. That dude was all over that mm. content. Um, mm. And like a lot of the partners loved just like doing the horse races because like there was a lot of skill uh, involved in doing it. But like, Mm -hmm. Um, I might give it a go, uh, when it comes out again, but like right now it's very much so dead content. So like, I'm glad they're at least mm -hmm. addressing it. Um, Heck yeah. Yeah. At Mark least with the I'm wondering if we can like queue with friends. Cause if we can queue as like, you know, a group of our like guildies that'd be and cool. race each other, that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Jay's over here. If we could queue with our friends <laughs> and then we could get like a quad, it just, it split the screen <laughs> into four different ones. And, and then, then we maybe we shells. have these, yeah, I was going to yeah, say, maybe we have these rolly boxes. Mom, can we have Stars. Mario Kart? No, we have Mario Kart at home. <laughs> Mario, Mario Kart at home. <laughs> yeah. Um, there, uh, there was one more thing on the Global Labs I did want to touch on, which was the Crypto Resting Thoughts change. Oh, God, yeah. But the, this is like a very big impact for the grind spot. So if you guys didn't know, uh, oh, yeah. is one of the highest um, accuracy reliance grind spots in this. In, mm -hmm. like it's, it's like one of the grind spots that you actually need to build accuracy for um, to efficiently grind, optimally grind. But now they are reducing the evasion by 20%. Uh, but at the caveat of they're increasing the HP of them by 30%. But I, I do think we're still, we're because of the evasion reduction, um, we're going to get a hundred percent hit much easier and easier. we're just going to do overall more damage, um, which I think might offset the 30% increase. 100%. Uh, I mean, between the class changes and the, um, the add-ons, it's going to be a much mm -hmm. technically easier spot. I mean, it's still going to you know, be a little painful and hurt, mm -hmm. but after the boots and the artifacts, I don't think people are going to have a problem here anymore, mm -hmm. which <laughs> is going to be more of a dent on the red shard market. <laughs> Yay. Maybe, maybe they might have like, you know, no De Dekia Histria, and then we'll get rid of I might just go back to history, bro. I'm, bro, I'm on, I'm not joking. Traumatization I'm on, from. Shut from up. I like right it. Now. It's not Stockholm Central. I like it. 
He's not stuck. On they'll, they'll call it demonic because uh, of the demon zone, right? We got Dekia, we got Elvia. They're yeah. going to do this one. This one's going to be demonic. Oh, yeah. The demon zone demonic. is encroached on, you know, history. Yeah. They could show like, the mist sick. going across the, they could show the mist going across the lit, like the, the river mm -hmm. there. That would be sick. Um, that would be so cool. I'm actually on my EU account. I'm actually like turbo grinding history. Like it's just like the old days. I am going in trying to progress. And like I'm, I'm basically staying on seasonal so that I can be on seasonal Arsha with like a really good crystal setup. And I'm just banging out as much history as I can. Um, it's actually really good money. For a seasonal player with only two mm -hmm. Bala gear, it's actually incredible money because the red shards, like you said, they're maxed out, right? Like they're not they getting any them. easier. Uh, they're on EU. Black shards are worth less than red shards in history. I don't know. I the world we the, live in, God help us right all. Right now it is. I think the black shards are like less than red shards right now on any. I never well. thought I'd see it. If I never thought I'd see the day, bro. Check. It's actually <laughs> insane to me. Actually, I remember the days when there was like 50,000 red shards out, at min yeah, price. Five minutes. <laughs> yeah, five mil like min price red shards is mm -hmm. crazy, yeah. dude. Um, you know, they also, like when, you know when, Ash first, when Ash Force first released in 2019, I was like... Um, the red shards actually ran out. You know why? Because people thought, um, you know, we needed red shards, but like nobody could grind Ash Forest back in 2019. And so they all went back on the market after like, so, I don't know, somebody like bought them out. I True. remember. Somebody I do bought remember. Out the red shards yeah. back in 2019. Um, and then they all just went back on the market because they couldn't sell it because nobody could grind Ash Forest back then. But nowadays, um, we've caught up. We've caught up. Everybody's grinding these Deborah zones, and now we need red shards. And now I'm sad because I got to grind history now. <laughs> well, a lot of enhancers are enhanced for profit. A lot That's of the issue. Yes, are. You got a lot of people grinding it that are grinding it because they're tapping their own neck. That's fine, but you got these enhancers in our way. Just these, these damn well, enhancers. Just friggin' enhancing for profit. Gosh dang it. <laughs> Ruining our red shard market. <laughs> well, no. I would say, Dagnabbit. honestly, that's it's kind of a W for grinders, too, because they burn through True. all the grinding stuff True. that makes grinding more valuable. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, and it incentivizes PA to, like, you know, reinsert that into the economy, which they've done with other mm -hmm. things before, but you know, or this is like the pre up to, okay, guys, wow, we have a really low red shirt market. It would be a shame if we all of a sudden had like a enhanced version of history at a grind, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, demon zone. <laughs> they, they casually just buy out the entire market for <laughs> like different boss gear and then suddenly boss gear. Why is boss gear super rare all of a sudden? What's going on yep. right now? Well, it, it's, it rotates with these events. We've had like three boss gear events recently that have kind of surplused in the market, and then the rework of some of the um, field bosses will kind of help with that. But yeah, yeah. once uh, once all these new players kind of rotate through their Tuvala and people are buying gear again, it's going to it's gonna go back to no boss gear on the market. That's why I, I literally saved every piece that I had so I can just resell it because it's going to go up to max price again. It's just absolutely yeah. no for sure well we mm -hmm. you're gonna have to wait longer though you, you should probably sell it really soon because like <laughs> the calpheon ball they always have an event yeah i'm pretty sure that like introduced like the dark rift yeah. thing um yeah. where you get boss gear from the dark rift that being said uh more to the point uh crypto resting thoughts i actually think this is a terrible chain i don't like it i, I don't like I, it at all i don't either i, don't I either. think i think it makes crypts just a basic bitch grind zone, just like you yep. would see everywhere else. And there's nothing yep. special to it. I thought the special thing about Crypt was that you had to specialize for it. You had to come mm -hmm. with special accuracy equipment, yada, yada. Maybe you had to tag a special class. I liked that. I thought that that was yep. cool. I thought that was unique mm -hmm. to Crypt. And now that it's gone, I just, 
I don't know. I just see Crypt. It's just another Ulaquita spot. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, they're exactly. really tanky, like whatever. Mm. Yep. It's it's that's the only thing they added to it. And and I I like I 100% agree. I like the diversity of some spots. Like, okay, this spot needs accuracy. It would be cooler if more spots were more maybe species damage oriented. Where like, oh, if I'm gonna grind this area, I definitely want double narcs for the comma damage. Even though that's kind of how it works right now, they do do a lot more damage than because we have AP caps and stuff. But yeah. I wish there was more of that. Um, a long, long time ago, years ago, I talked with a friend about like new, like how are they gonna like do expansions? We only have so many AP caps and AP um, um, brackets, right? Like how are they gonna incentivize us grinding a new grind spots and getting more gear if all the gears just gonna gonna go up by one or two AP? Like who's gonna do that? Well, we did it anyways, but um, having grind spots drop maybe like accessories that are species oriented to kill them even faster, or maybe like upgrades like like the cups we currently have, it'd be kind of cool if there was something like that, like interchangeable, similar to the artifacts when you do con like uh, specific species damage, like comma Sylvia and stuff like that. I really like having a separate build for a different type of monster type to kind of incentivize that grind, and yeah, them kind of removing the uniqueness of this spot kind of was like, man, that's kind of awkward but okay it means it's just gonna be easier for everybody that goes in with a partnered shy or you know anything under the gear limit right because now you can just waltz right in so yeah i mean like i i all right this might be the hottest take of all time but i actually kind of like the idea of weather also affecting grind zones like on on the tune of like yeah, making certain grindstones specific, kind of like accuracy specific. Mm -hmm. What if it like mm -hmm. when it was raining, the mobs got like a super like super buff, um, but like you also got like drop rate or something, right? Like, well, nighttime does that. They get uh, yeah, stronger get at nighttime, that. and they do drop more money, or they have more. Yeah, like ten percent RNG. I don't know. I thought, I thought some... you got more EXP, and then it, you was... also got you got yeah, got like ten or twenty percent more drop rate or something too. And then there um, was um. Some items, like some weapons, when it's raining, they lose AP or something like that. Was it programmed into one of the items a long time ago? Very kind of yeah. odd. Yeah, no, like you used to... So when it rains, I think it's still a thing. You still lose AP when it rains, right? Um, I think it still says it on a tooltip, but I don't think it actually does. Yeah. I remember somebody telling me, like, they they actually, like, um they, they took, you know, like, the My Stats menu? They took yeah. a picture of their my stats menu when it was daytime, and then when it's raining, it's still like the my stats menu didn't change. So I don't know if it's in effect still, even though it says it's on tooltip. I remember seeing it on the tooltip still that it says, "Oh, your AP is reduced," but on my on my my stats menu, it's still like the same. You know. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. All right. Well, I mean, how so do you guys sure. feel about like the weather like affecting? That would be sick. Know? I love dynamic weather effects. Just, when they removed that stuff out of World of Warcraft, it was like absolutely tragic when we never had nighttime anymore. But I really do, because BDO feels like a real world compared Correct. to a lot of MMOs. The mm -hmm. foliage and the environment is all again they base it off of real life world places. So obviously mm -hmm. they've got a lot of inspiration, but. Um, it feels so real so to have like really dynamic weather events also affect sort of the world to add that sort of randomness to your grinds because you'll do it for a few hours and it'll all be the same the whole time i would totally be a proponent of that like affecting monsters in a different way like if there's a thunderstorm all of a sudden they got some weird lightning pool damage but you know you'll be dodging around more but maybe it'll have like a new item that drops like now they're going to drop some other random accessory on top of that you know or some random token that can lead to some other thing redeemable in the game it would be super super cool they did that 
Let's um, say it's like yeah, thunderstorm, and then you just randomly get hit by lightning. You get stunned, and then the Owen fists you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, you know that's the risk of grinding in the rain. <laughs> yep. I dropped my weapon. It just puts your weapon away. It just unequips your weapon, and it makes your it makes your um. Oh my god! Like a, a slippery be... debuff on your hands. That would be so <laughs> frustrating. You drop it on the ground. I I, oh, I take geez. it all back. No, I don't want it, bro. That would be so annoying if it unequipped your weapon or something every time it like rained mm. and you like you had a percentage chance of doing that. No. It'd be obnoxious. Okay, okay. are there? Oh. Okay, one, go ahead. Okay, yeah. one more big change that I think it's, it's like I don't know if it's like big or minor, but it's like big for me, um, based because I have a T10. But there's this change for the T10. I don't know if you had a T10 before, but when you were riding in the air and you were like switching zones, you would get this like, please try it in a moment bug, and then you would get swatted out of the air. Uh, apparently, they fixed that according to this the mount changes. If you go to the mount changes here, and so that's gonna make flying a lot smoother. Cause I would get, I would get the please try get into moment bug all the time when I was flying in the air. So just wanted um, to mention I'm, that. I'm pressing X to doubt. I get that bug all the time <laughs> and it's not doubt, just, really? it's not just in Heidel though. You get it everywhere, right? Like I get it in Medaya. I get it in, uh, especially in like mountain of eternal winter when I'm going through there, mm. I get that bug everywhere. It's like I hit a ceiling and my character goes, boom. Ow. And then, then we, we come see, down when it comes in when it comes in two weeks, we'll see if it's still fixed or not. So at least well they, they said they fixed it for what like Serendia and Balanos. Um but like what about the rest of the world, bro? Like, um, it's it's they, like this they, everywhere. they mentioned such as Goat Ridge, like they give an example. I don't know if that's just an example um that they used or only that place, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah. Okay. So well. the wording is a little bit um, you know, not clear on that. Okay, well, I'll take a look at it. Um, or I'll take a look. I'll probably experiment with it when it goes live because mm -hmm. I'm pressing X to doubt, man. I don't believe they're going to change that at all. <laughs> we will see. Are there any other uh, global lab changes? Uh, there's some class changes, but I don't yeah. I don't play these classes. I don't, so don't know specializations. Yeah. The only thing yeah. I know is CZM was not happy about the hash stuff. So Really? I, I thought hash, it was PVE changes. Um, the, it's just that Awakening had like a lot more, there were changes that affected their add-on timers, so it was upsetting because I guess it's going to make the timers downgrade to a T2 because they lowered cooldowns, um, so he was upset about that or something like that, versus the Awakening got like a buff on something that was really, really strong already that they didn't need, um, but that was kind of like his first glance stuff, so I didn't get really a expert opinion, but that was just his first little bit. Um, but okay. yeah, I mean, it, I hope everybody's getting buffs. The stuff, the classes that didn't get them before, I'm, you know, hoping people are happy with it. Yeah, like, I, honestly, I think that PvE, at least KR, um, said that they're, they're pretty happy with the PvE changes uh, and stuff overall. I think the Shell Bell changes a little out of touch, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, let's look a little <laughs> bit over, um, I did want to discuss, because I noticed between the two regions, because I'm playing multiple regions now. Garmoth's mm -hmm. Heart got increased to 20 bill. First of all, yep. W change, W change. W. Um, they have been sitting. They're almost at, they're almost min on EU. There's like thirty really? of each, the inverted and the normal heart, sitting on EU for like fifteen mm -hmm. or sixteen bill. Um, wow. like actually just ridiculous. At NA, there's still orders down. I I think that person. Why do you guys think that is? I think that personally has to a lot to I do with 
uh, EU killed a lot more Garmots early on, and so there were more yep. in circulation. But like, I could be 100%. wrong about that. I think I think, I think that... NA does not participate in like any other activities <laughs> other than PvP and grinding. I think we're a bunch of meatheads and we don't do anything in the game. To be honest, there's a very small, minute parts of the community that do other stuff, but I think so many people just can't be bothered to even stop their grinding. To be honest. Like, it's just, I, I can't tell you how many times I did that, which I, you know, I don't necessarily agree with, but, you know. Well, the dragon yeah, never puts out, man. True? 100%. Never... That's exactly the mindset. It's like, you go to Garmoth, I've been going into it for a year, it's not going to drop me anything. Ah, I could skip this one or the next one or the next one. It doesn't matter. It's never going to drop it, right? But I, EU players, from my experience, they participate in everything. Their Kaffirs are down because everybody does all kinds of life skills and stuff. All their stuff's on the market because everybody participates in everything. So, I don't know. I think EU is just a bunch of gamers and... <laughs> It does look like a healthier market. If I'm being honest, it does look like a way healthier market. Right, their market is insanely healthy with stuff. It's crazy. Like, go ahead. Are you on EU? Check the red shards, man. I bet you they got tons on there too. It's, it's. I don't know. It's just completely different. NA is just a monster when it comes to like, I don't know, doing every bit of content in the game. I always thought EU just had a bigger population, and so that's why they just have more stuff on the market uh, maybe just like the population to demand right um maybe the people who uh who do do garmoth um mm -hmm. uh, also, also the uh the calfion raffle thingy as well i feel like that also circulated a lot of garmoth cards too do you guys yeah. feel there will be Garmoth sitting on the market eventually on NA? I've seen the order start going down, but that could yeah. just because well, of the raffle. I mean, I know I know a handful of people that literally held them because they don't know, but 20 bill was enough to sell. 9 bill was not. But now the new quest line is virtually the most cheapest Garmoth you'll ever get. So you should make sure everybody does the free Garmoth quest line because um, yeah. that's just to free either 20 bill or your extra Garmoth that you need. I know people that did that, so at least on NA. Um, okay, uh, let's see. We're running out of a uh, little bit out of time here. The, the last thing that uh, Jay may have wanted to talk about was the pet damage. Um, we could push it to next yeah. week. Um, you want to do the that? topic for next week? Do you want? Yeah. Okay. Because we're, right. we're out of time, right? Yeah, so. I say we're, we're, right. we're running pretty low on time here. So let's go mm -hmm. ahead and do outros. Uh, I suppose at this time. <laughs> and then I don't uh, have to think of a topic next week. You know? And Jay's like, let me just, <laughs> yeah, let me just table that discussion. It's easy peasy. Yeah. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Amen. Exactly. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead with the outros. Jay, let's have you go first here. Hi, my name is Jay Kuhn. I'm an Awakening Wusa main with 760 gear score. I do a lot of end game PvE content such as Olin's, the dungeons. I'm always happy to answer any questions from newer and older players at my stream. And I will be grinding all day tomorrow in the new Ulukita zone for a course Crocs. And you can find me over at twitch.tv slash VT V before the T. Did you just say Ator's <laughs> Crocs? Ator's Crocs, you know. Don't they look like Crocs? No? They got little like little toes. <laughs> I love Crocs. Have you I seen those toe shoes? <laughs> They're so ugly. <laughs> I hate the toe shoes. The toe shoes are nasty, but the Crocs are comfy. Um, my my, my yeah, toes are. have room to move around. Uh, all right, Blonde. 
Uh, I'm Blonde Bear. I'm a 760 Gearscore Zerker Shy who does content like Olin's and the Dungeons. And you can catch me at twitch.tv slash Blonde Bear. No E after the D. Uh, you can oh. catch me grinding for the Ator's <laughs> boots and uh, definitely the artifacts. That's that's honestly, I feel like the boots are going to be a cakewalk. It's getting like six of them artifacts is what's probably going to be the long term grind. Six. Yeah, because you, you need, you want, out? yeah, I need two for my Shy and then I need two for my Zerker because one's Vicious Shadows, one's Deathblow, and then you you need the species damage for probably comma or demi human so it's it's gonna be a oh, oh it's just gonna be great so I'm yeah gonna, you can i was just gonna swap them out every time <laughs> you can uh God, you can catch me uh doing that on uh my stream i'll uh probably be doing like a really long stream tomorrow obviously like everyone will um for the grind so yeah the subathon mm -hmm. runs out and then i have to do a big stream that's how yes, it works. sir. Um, <laughs> like, I'm gonna be back tomorrow. No, no rest for the weary. Um, so yeah, I am Blue Squadron. There's always new content going on on this channel. I have been live for 17 straight days. Um, oh, no. we're actually on. We're actually this is the, technically the start of day uh, 18. 18. We're at we're an hour wow. into day 18. Um, Keep it going, chat. But One no, month. I only Let's have go. 23 minutes. <laughs> I only have 23 minutes left. It's gonna be fine. We're almost there. It's gonna, um, be, <laughs> it's gonna be fine. Never mind. Dude, starting, I, it's going I, I bet you like there's one person and what they're waiting until it's one minute and then they're gonna. Don't Jay. Why, bro? You're edging me. <laughs> like I like I. You're killing me, Jay. Um, uh, that being said, once this subathon ends, we have. Tons of events planned for all kinds of communities. We're also going to be adding uh, the United Nations um, podcast as like a regular thing that we do on the channel as well. Uh, we're always launching new YouTube videos every single day. Uh, there are at least typically one to two YouTube videos every single day uh, going up on the channel. As far as the Old Moon podcast go, you can always find it up on my channel a few hours after the podcast finishes. We are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So if you guys want to listen in the car uh, on your way to work, uh, just make sure you hit that follow button for us so that we know uh, how many people are actually watching and listening on, on Spotify. I do watch those demographics and things like that. From all of us here at the mm -hmm. Old Moon Podcast, have a great rest of your week.